Yo! Welcome into the House of L podcast. I'm Lawrence Holmes. We are brought to you by the fine folks over at Aurelio's Pizza. Aurelio's Pizza, it's the sauce. The Bears coming off of an interesting 23-20 win, and that's what we are going to discuss. Roquan Smith, the money man, comes through with a money play at the end of the game to give the Bears an opportunity to win it in regulation, and they do. They win the game 23-20. to They are now 2-1. and They are the most unlikely 2-1 and team in the NFL to this point. And it is, um, it's a bizarre game to talk about. The reason is like, there was so much to enjoy about that game. If you're someone who likes running the football, if you're someone who believes in running the football, Khalil Herbert was great. And I know that he wasn't expecting to get that many carries. Hopefully, David Montgomery is going to be all right. But Khalil Herbert came in here and averaged eight yards a carry. 20 carries for 157 yards. He had two touchdowns in the game as well. Justin Fields played a role in the run game. Equinemius St. Brown played a role in the run game. And both of them had huge runs. Fields popped a 29-yard run. St. Brown popped a, a 41-yard end around that I really enjoyed the first 15 plays that were called, like the scripted stuff that Luke Getze was doing. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, it, was, it was a good way to try to use some misdirection and throw Lovey Smith and that defense off. But Justin Fields' numbers in this game were... Um, terrible again and this wasn't bad conditions this was a team that was equally talented as you are Bears might even have an advantage in talent and it's a defense that you're familiar with and you're familiar with it because you see it every day in practice there's a couple of things that I want to focus on with fields and it's stuff that I hope gets better like as I'm recording this I'm watching red zone and I'm seeing other quarterbacks make some of these off-platform throws Josh Allen is is making off-platform throws and and connecting with receivers you see it all the time around the NFL all the time when Fields makes these throws it is uncomfortable. And I don't I don't know if it, it feels like, you know what it feels like? It feels like a guy that's still making the jump to the next level and that his athleticism has been so good at every level that he's been able to get away with a whole bunch of stuff. And it's hard to get away with that type of stuff in the NFL. The talent is too good. The defenders are too fast. And you're you're more than likely not running into bums every week. 
you're running into good players and good defenses. The off-platform throws are one thing. His throws in the pocket are terrifying. What you want to see is a guy plant his foot in the ground and drive the ball. Now, I get that is under perfect circumstances. Perfect. Like, it's not always going to look like we imagine it. But I'm talking about with clean pockets. Not with Justin Fields running for his life. With clean pockets, he's struggling with stepping and throwing the ball. Planting his foot and driving the ball down the field. This is, this is, today's performance I thought was troubling because of some of the issues fundamentally. Like it is a troubling display by Fields. And I am, like most people, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt that you are talking about a player that is now in his second system in two years, he's learning a new thing. He's still swimming. His head is still swimming. And he's he's out there trying. Like, it's not a lack of effort. It's But there are some things where I go, why, why do your fundamentals look like that? Why do you look off balance with clean pockets? We understand that the, in the NFL, because of how good defenders are and how good the pass rush is that sometimes you're going to have you're going to have the throw that looks wonky that you're going flipping down sidearm and you're throwing off your you on the run and you're trying to make a make a play happen and all this stuff but I I am some of the stuff that I'm seeing just strikes me as he's trying desperately to play the part, but he still hasn't gotten it down yet. So we'll see. But that's that's what's wild about this this particular game. The Bears won. There were games last year where like that Pittsburgh game, for example, where you saw some stuff and you're like, ooh, that's very exciting. In this game, you're watching this guy and there are still a ton of questions that are left, a ton of questions that are left about Justin Fields. But the Bears as a team, like the difference between like the front office and, um, and the coaching staff, the coaching staff is trying to win. They want to win, and they're putting a game plan together to win the game each week. With the big picture stuff, like Bears fans, they're looking at it like, okay, can you win a game, and can you also develop this quarterback? Because his development is a big deal. It would be helpful if, if he was even good. Like, there were moments inside there. I thought that Davis Mills if you were just comparing the way the quarterbacks played, I think Davis Mills played better than Justin Fields. And I know both of them had two interceptions in the game. 
And I don't think that Davis Mills is going, I don't think he has a ceiling of great. With the athletic gifts, with Justin Fields, there's a ceiling of great. But he's got to get some of this fundamental stuff down or else you're not going to do that. But the point I'm, I'm making is that the Bears won the game. And how, if you're Matt Eberflus, if you're Luke Getze, how hard do you go in trying to develop the quarterback or can you develop the quarterback while you were in the middle of winning? Like, I'm not sure how Bears fans even feel about this. Like, it, that's bizarre to me. I think that they're happy. Like, if you judge by the Soldier Field crowd, people were really, really happy that the Bears were able to get a takeaway at the end of the game. And then Cairo Santos lines up there and, and kicks a 30-yard field goal. It makes it nice and smooth, nice and easy. And the Bears win what was at times an ugly game that had some questionable stuff going on. It's really the first time where you saw Matt Eberflus do something where you're going, no, nah, that ain't it. And that's the way that the first half ended. The Bears have three timeouts left. They just converted, just converted a third down. and they put them in their pocket. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was shocked by that. But I also understand, hey, maybe you, you've seen enough that you don't, you're not going to trust the quarterback to make a play down the field, and you want to be risk-averse because you want to try and win the game. Okay. This process with Fields is going to be laborious. It really is. I'm not even sure that we're going to get a lot of questions about him answered. It it might take more than the whole season. Or maybe maybe it doesn't. Like maybe maybe if there isn't significant growth even in the limited opportunities that they're giving him, maybe you've got your answer. Not now. I'm not saying that's something that you have now after he started 13 games. But I'm saying when we get to the middle of the season, if we keep seeing stuff that looks like this, maybe it'll give you a, a better answer of what he is and what he can be. When we come back, someone had a day on Sunday. We need to talk about that. We'll do it next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Roquan Smith, how about it? Before the game, people were wondering if Roquan was going to even play in the game. He had that hip injury. He hadn't practiced for a couple days. And he came out there and he played hard. I'm waiting, still waiting for the official box, but the unofficial box has him with 16 tackles. 
six solos. And an interception and two tackles for loss. I thought he played great. I was I am I wasn't too concerned about the way Roquan was playing. I mean, I didn't like that he missed a bunch of tackles in last week's game. But this is a guy that's getting used to playing a new position in a new defense. And he was given an opportunity to make a star play today. And when they needed him to make a star play, he did it. I love I love watching guys that are capable of making plays do it. Eddie Jackson with another interception today. I was disappointed in the pass rush of the Bears. I thought they gave Davis Mills too much time. And he made... He made enough plays to make this game interesting. To bring it down to the last second. And that shouldn't have been the case. It wasn't until late that we saw the Bears get home. But luckily, Robert Quinn has a pressure that turns into... and I, I wasn't sure if he had tipped it. I'm still looking through the unofficial box. Um, it looked like it to me, but who knows. But seeing... Seeing that pressure come up big in the moment when you needed a play was nice. So here we sit. Roquan out here trying to get that them dollars. Get them dollars. If you can take the ball away at the linebacker spot, they have to give you those dollars. Or someone else will. Or you'll get franchise tagged and you'll get a significant raise and guaranteed money for that one year. Then they probably won't do that again. You can go hunting on the market because I think think he'll only be 27 if they franchise him at the end of next, at the end of this season. But with the Bears being two and one, I I don't maybe I'm overanalyzing. It doesn't feel satisfying. It doesn't feel very satisfying that the Bears have an opportunity to move to three and one next week and, and and maybe I'm being too cynical about it and I could I should just I should just enjoy the fact that I I that we're gonna have a week of a lot of listenership on the score like I really enjoy that people will tune in to hear what we have to say throughout of it throughout it and it allows Bears fans to continue to care because maybe they do have visions of, well, you start looking ahead and you go, the Giants team can be beat. Kirk Cousins will give you the football. Carson Wentz is terrible. Those are your next, and, and Mac Jones may be hurt, hurt. Those are your next four games if you're the Bears. So it gives you a little bit of time and it allows you the opportunity to dream. But if Fields isn't good, a little dicey, little dicey. Kyler Gordon, I thought, struggled in today's game, too. There's some rough moments for him. But those are going to happen with rookie DBs, and he seems to have enough confidence that he will bounce back from it. They've got to get some of the other stuff cleaned up, too, like the communication. I, I imagine that. At some point, Lucas Patrick, some point soon, Lucas Patrick will be 
snapping the ball, but there were two bad interactions with Mustafer and Fields where they very easily could have lost the ball. And if you're going to play a risk-averse offensive style, then you can't have plays like that happen. So that's something that hopefully will change with Lucas Patrick coming back and then he and Fields will get onto the same page. The Texans did a great job against play-action stuff with Justin Fields. They were ready for it. They clearly looked at the tape. Green Bay did the same thing where you just, like, have your linebacker go under and cut off that short route, like the tight end coming across. You just cut that off, and you leave your defensive end on the weak side. Don't have him chase the play. Just have him there and have him waiting for Fields when he tur- when he gets turned back. Your defensive end is, is already there in a position to make a play. So the Texans caught on to that real quick, and they stopped it quick. And let me just go through the numbers again for Justin Fields. 8 of 17, 106 yards, two interceptions, a passer rating of 277. And I think going into this game, and I can't imagine it's going to change, he's actually the 33rd-ranked quarterback when it comes to passing yards in the NFL. You're like, wait, Lawrence, there are 32 teams. Yeah, Cooper Rush already has more passing yards than him. Or at least by the end of the day, he'll have more passing yards than Justin Fields. That's not good. And and it's not, it's not, I just don't, I don't want to make this just about statistics. Because I am seeing something that I don't like from, from him just in the pocket. He looks, still looks so uncomfortable that I wonder, like, I, I wonder what's going on in practice and do they see the same stuff in practice or is that a byproduct of a byproduct of him still learning game speed and what he can and can't do but it's not pretty and it it needs to get better facts thanks so much for listening The Sports Adjacent Podcast drops every Friday. Jason Leisure was back on the latest episode. It's really good. You should check it out. We'll do our Bears things all week. My comic book that I worked on with Kyle Higgins, Radiant Black 18, is out. It is in store. So if you are a comic book fan, go to your favorite comic book store. I would love for you to pick it up. I'd love to hear your feedback on it. I think it's really, really good. We've been well-reviewed. Got the shout-out from Patton Oswalt. I was not expecting any of that. So you can go check it out. I will talk to you next time. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.